go to bed, I always go for it. Think I'm doing something like this. I always try to be the flyest kid in the block. Welcome to Conscious Hypocrite. How you guys doing out there? I'm Will. Carly, here. We need a tagline, I think. We gotta think of what a tagline should be. Tagline? Yeah. Like, this is Conscious Hypocrite. The podcast, the something, 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 something. You know? We need like a little tagline. Yeah, we'll get to it. You got, yeah, we gotta brainstorm that. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen right now. No, it's not gonna happen right now at all. So, uh, I have... I know we usually go over what we talked about in this episode, but I have sort of a conscious hypocrite thing slash small thing that I wanted to get your opinion on that I just kind of wanted to shoot off straight up at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. So, um, I went to this thing that was for the teachers union. I met some people. Uh, I was talking to this lady who teaches the same sort of classes that I teach. She does leadership stuff at a school that's just as, quote, rough as my school. And I was, like, kind of talking about your son's school Mm -hmm. and talking about the schools in our area and just saying that I didn't understand why why your son's school, they give out referrals for everything. (laughs) And this lady was like, oh, God forbid, people, there's consequences for actions. She kept saying that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was kind of, um, she was a big personality, kind of like kind of like me. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to, like, kind of have, like, a friendly argument with her about stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we did come to the same agreement that, like, certain things, there, there should be definitely levels to punishment, and referrals carry a lot of weight. So you should, teachers shouldn't just be giving them out for everything, you know what I mean? Correct. Um, but she did say something that I thought was interesting, which was she believes that, especially in California, or at least in the area that we teach, that all teachers should be, people expect teachers to be like certified counselors. Like teachers are expected where we work, teachers are expected to like be able to deal with all these different situations and all these different behaviors. It's not true. Not, not, okay, I got it. So, what, basically what she's saying is, in schools like your son's school, the teachers, that's not expected of them. Which is why if a student is acting a certain way, they just send them out. And she's saying that teachers in certain areas are expected to be counselors, and they're not expected to... Send them out. They gotta deal with them. Right. Yeesh. Yeesh. I mean, you're asking for a teacher to do a lot, though. I don't think I don't think all teachers are, are equipped. Then I don't think you should be a teacher. That's my thought. If, if that's the case, then teachers have to be paid a lot more. That's the thing too. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the issue is what kind of what she's saying is like is like yeah, we these things are expected of us, but we're not getting paid for these things. Yeah. Like, if teachers are expected to be 
the art teacher and then this teacher and a P and a, and a certified count, like then we should be getting paid more, but that's not going to happen. So then don't. we, sh- so then we, sh- but does that mean, but because don't. we're not getting paid more, does that mean we shouldn't do it? You get what I'm saying? Is it, is there a counselor on your campus? I mean, we have a, a counselor and we have a social worker. Just one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a small. So my school is only three hundred, like less than three hundred kids. Maybe there should be more. Oh, we can't. Still, the d- district still, can't. District can't afford more. Still, that three hundred kids. That's a lot of kids for one counselor. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of kids. We can't afford to have more though. Cause I've done social work, and I had a caseload of like seventeen clients. Right. And that shit, a lot. And then, you know, you got other social workers that they got 50 clients, 100 clients, you know, crazy amounts. But then, you know, people get lost in the cracks when you have all all needs can't get met. Right. Yes. I do in-class detentions. I give it to them, and they come in class at lunch. Like, that's not a referral. These in-class detentions... Ooh, talk about These it. in-class detentions are only for me. Like, Ooh, doesn't go anywhere. Like, they just... Keep it in They house. get in trouble if they don't go to detention. Ooh. On my special in-class detention that only I see, it says, only you I. will get a referral if you do not come to detention. That's it. And, you know, the fact of them getting a referral... <laughs> Just the notion of them getting a referral scares them, so they come to detention. You know? It's like... Uh, hey, some kids like detention, man. Some kids like that shit. When you, were you a kid that liked nah, detention? Nah, I didn't like it. Why would some kids like it? They just do, because that's where all the... That's where, they, that's where the homies... That's where the homies are at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, my, there's always kids in my room during lunch, but... I make them sit apart. They can't get their phones out. They have to do... I mean, the detentions that I gave out this year so far, which were only two so far, was because they weren't doing work in class. So they did the work they were supposed to do in class in lunch detention. That was it. Other times when I was at this other school where their kids were way twerpier, I made them clean stuff. And these were kids who were like, I saw them like messing shit up on purpose and I gave them detentions and they came in, cleaned all the stuff that they messed up. I forget why I used to get detention. I forget why. I remember I had a bunch of hours of detention in high school and I never served them. That's crazy. You got away with not having. Yeah, I was. The my uh. The security guard was like one of the like uh, one of the assistants on the basketball team, mm-hmm. and he marked that shit off. It was like hours because I've gotten it was like detention from freshman year to my senior year. It was like hours that have just built up, and I remember I got it off all only for just picking up one piece of trash. It's like pick up that piece of trash right there, and uh, I picked it up and he marked all my detention off. Cause I wasn't a bad kid, mm-hmm. you know. You know, I, you know, I did, you know, I was a, I was a, a role model student. This shit. Were you? I was. Fuck. Okay. I wasn't getting in trouble. What grade was this? This is my. This is like my senior year. Oh, it was high school. It's high school. Oh, okay. I wasn't getting in trouble. Um, I had okay. I had okay grades. I wasn't a straight A student mm-hmm. though, uh, and I wasn't no AP student. Shit, mm-hmm. I wasn't a magnet program. I was just a basic yeah. motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I had a traumatic detention experience when I was in elementary school, 
where I was at a new school. I forget even why I got detention, but I was at a new school. You got in trouble? I bet you. <gasps> my mom's going to know. But get this. I had my hair cut short. Like really short. And I was sitting in the back of the class. for the, Like at the back of the detention room or whatever. The teacher goes, I was saying something to my friend. The teacher goes, sir, stop talking. Damn. She said that to me. I still remember that. Because I have short hair. It's traumatic. You yeah. see how she still remembers that? Yeah. You don't identify as sir, though. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What was her name? You I don't want to say her because she ended up being a really one of my favorite teachers. But this Ooh, is when I was shout out to one of my faves. Shout out to the faves. But this was my... I was new to the school. Nobody knew who I was. This was sir? Yeah. All right, Did let's you, get into this damn episode. You had a deep voice, too? No, I was in, like, fourth grade. <laughs> I didn't grow into my face until I was like 17 years old. So, oh man, you was out there looking like Mike and me. Yeah. Damn, that's cold as ice. Let's get into the episode, y'all. I have sports and pop culture stuff that hopefully you haven't heard of, so this will be fresh for you. I'm hoping. Let's see. Okay. Did you hear what Michael Jordan said about Steph Curry? Uh, yeah, randomly I did here. Okay, I'm going to play just the very beginning of this uh, this clip that kind of summarizes it. And then I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> okay, here we go. Great Michael Jordan was asked who we would want to team up with in a pickup game. And Steph Curry was not on the four-man list. Then he was asked if he thought Curry would be offended. Uh, and this is Steph Curry's resume here. He's a six-time All-Star, he's a two-time MVP, three-time first-team All-League, best free-throw shooter of all time. He's going to obliterate literally every three-point record. He's changed the game. Jay Will, I'm looking at the look on your face. What is your reaction? You're, you're, you're speechless. You're flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much to him. What are you here. holding? What prop? Because I, mean, I feel like I want to help Michael Jordan actually see talent. What? <laughs> okay. So this is uh, Jay Williams and on ESPN talking about, I don't know who this other guy is, but talking about Michael Jordan stuff, saying Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer yet and that he wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't want to play with Steph Curry. So what do you think about this? Uh. He probably think he can't hoop with him in his generation. That's what Mike thinks. Mike is like they had they had got different styles. Just from a different era. Um, yeah. Just because from your different era era doesn't mean that. You no, can... it was just different. The game was a lot more physical. So he he's th- thinking that if Steph Curry was around the same time as as his was, Steph Curry wouldn't be wouldn't look, be Hall of Fame look, status. All right, first. I don't have a problem with him saying that he doesn't want him on his team. Okay. If he if he was to pick up, yeah, I can see that. Right. I can understand that. But then to say he's not a Hall of Famer, I don't know if that's quite right. Right. Just on the simple fact that he's crushing all these three point records. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game is all sped up, and it's a different game. It's a different game. Um, you know, but he's. Already won like two or three championships. I don't know. What did, what did it say? How many championships? I'm forget. I forget how many championships Steph Curry. He's won 
Uh, four? Four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, Best three-point shooter of all time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's crushed Reggie Miller's record. He's broken his record. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think he's in the Hall of Fame. I think just because Michael Jordan says it doesn't mean it's right. Here's my whole thing. Would, would Isn't this what we want and expect Michael Jordan to say? Michael Jordan is always a hate. Like he always is a hater. He always says something like this about about somebody. Like, I would have been more surprised if Michael Jordan had said, "Yes, yeah, Steph Curry is one of my favorite basketball players of all time." Like, could you could you picture Michael Jordan saying that about Steph Curry? Hell no, nah. no, hell no. Yes, no. You could not. That would be sh- shocking. Michael Jordan would suck Stephen Curry in practice. <laughs> no joke. Right. It actually would be hilarious if they did play at the same time, just to see how their interactions would be. He actually punched his coach in the face. Michael Jordan? There's a story about him punching Steve Kerr dead in his face. (laughs) Michael Jordan was a beast. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, I think he's wrong, though, on that that one. As great as Michael Jordan is, you know. Yeah. I mean... He's not that good of a talent scout, scout anyway. I mean, look at look at his team. Mm. I mean, I I actually just because you're a great player doesn't mean you're a great talent a talent scout. Right, which which reminds me of something that happened today that I noticed in school. There's these two kids. If you had if you looked at a lineup of all the kids in my school, and just going on what they looked like, picked the most the two least unathletic people these if you were going on who out of this lineup of 300 kids is the least athletic mm-hmm. you would pick these two kids you would think they look super unathletic right in fact they are probably super unathletic but guess which two are the most into stats and football and all the different facts and figures these two kids so of course, of course they're a statistician. Right. So I say all that to say Michael Jordan's the type of player who's just a good good player. But he he can't like he can't see he, he was a great player. Yeah, the best. The best player. One of the best. The best player. And he yeah, he's he I don't know that we could take his advice on on who's a Hall of Famer and who's not. It doesn't discredit anything he's done. Yeah, but. he I mean he holds he he holds like I don't think he has a grudge, but like you said, he's a hater and he's He's like trolling. He could be like trolling them. We totally. call that trolling nowadays. Totally. Um, yeah. So usually the ones who know the most about facts and figures and stuff are going to be in, and who's got talent and who can do such and such are going to be the ones who can't play the game. And then the ones who are the super athletic ones are the ones you're not going to be able to tell you or really care about who's got the highest stats or whatever. And then the sweet spot are the people who are the coaches, the ones who can do both. But... To say all that, maybe Michael Jordan, because he's sitting back now, mm-hmm. maybe he wants Stephen Curry to elevate his game to another. So he's thinking that. Maybe there's more he could do. No. So you think he's saying this to motivate Steph Curry? Yeah. So look. No, he's a troll. Look, <laughs> Stephen Curry still has years left to play, okay? Mm-hmm. So now he doesn't have Durant. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
if he could win, if they could win it again with that trio that with Draymond and Clay and him, you know, then it's you know, in a whole like five, what five years later they do it all over again or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's that'll be pretty epic. And then you know, I I think they they just got a they got a good run with their draft picks, you know, and they got like the best player in the NBA at the time and they were just chilling. And Stephen Curry didn't really have to do anything. He was just open, hitting threes and Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe Mike is saying that to see what Steph got in the tank. Mm-hmm. You know? I think he's just trolling. I think you're right. I think he's just trolling. I don't think this is some some I don't think he's trying to Look. So, look, check check this out. As great as Stephen Curry is shooting the basketball. Stephen Curry cannot play defense. Mm. And that could be the place where Michael Jordan is coming from. Which is why Steph is such a good three-point shooter. Is because And so so good at all these weird technical stuff is because he had to result to that. He couldn't, because he couldn't do all these I'm other just things. Say, I'm just saying, he, if he could stop the other guards like Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. etc., and he could still bust you up for 40 points and hit all these threes, then we're talking about he's really dominating the game. He's dominating his position all the, all the way around. Like, that's what Michael Jordan, that's what Kobe used to do. They would lock their man up and get buckets still. Dude. That would be a great movie. Something happens and Steph Curry has to... Steph Curry goes back in time to the 90s. He'll be and in he's got to get that would be hilarious. He'll and be he's on tr- the he's on the court with Jordan and Bart. I would be hilarious be because trouble, the other players wouldn't know who he was, but his dad would know. Who, it would be like this weird. Oh, that's a good movie. I would watch that movie. He'd be in trouble. Yeah, I know. It'd be a different way. It's different. They play de- defense differently. They would just run him over, too. Yeah, they were able to. They were able to really foul somebody. Right. And right. so Curry's what like six three. I mean, he's the greatest shooter I've ever seen in my in my with my own two eyes. That kid, this kid is crazy. He can shoot from anywhere. Uh But it's just a, you know, I think he could play. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I think he could play no matter what. You no, no matter what era you put him in, he's going to score the basketball. Right. But I think it's more to basketball than just scoring. It would be so funny to watch him get plowed over by Charles Barkley or something. Yeah, it'd be pretty epic. Um, they would fight you back in the I day. I know. that. Would be- <laughs> Chris Childs would have socked Stephen Curry dead in his face. Chris Childs got in a fade with Kobe Bryant. So if you got... Nobody knows who the fuck Chris Childs is, but you can look it up. Chris Childs and Kobe Bryant. And like there was people like out, out there like that that would test you. That you wouldn't, they would be a, just a dude off the bench, mm-hmm. and you this high profile dude, and they sock you in your face. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got more. Well, do you have any more sports? Is there any other sports? I things mean, that are- today is the twenty second of October, and it is opening day of basketball. And as we record, the Clippers and the Lakers are playing, and the Clippers are up sixty two to fifty six. Uh yeah, basketball's back. Zion, Achilles, oh, or something like that. Not Achilles, but uh, ACL. Oh, okay, that's different. The knee. Uh, so he's out for six to eight weeks. That sucks. Uh, the Pelicans actually lost to the champions, 
the Toronto rapper, Toronto Raptors tonight. The Toronto Raptors. Shout out to Drake. Uh, <laughs> hey, they went to overtime. Was Drake there at the game? I fucking don't know. Oh, we weren't really watching the game. I wasn't. Uh, I've been watching videos on coaching and all type of shit yes, for the past have. hour or yes, so. Yes, Okay, moving on to pop culture. <clears throat> um, what is the last that you remember of Suge Knight? What's the most recent thing you remember about Suge Knight? The last thing I remember is Suge Knight tried to run somebody over. And then what happened? He was in jail with Bill Cosby. And he's still in jail. W- with Bill- I guess. With- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's still in jail. But according to TMZ... TMZ. So who knows if the, how credible this is? According to TMZ, Suge Knight has uh, sold the rights to his life story to another famous person. I'm gonna let you guess who it is, but I'm gonna give you some hints, okay? This is a black uh, rapper slash personality who has a very famous older sister, and he is from L.A. He has a famous... famous oh, bl- shit, it's Ray J. <laughs> Damn. So Suge Knight sold the rights to his life story to Ray J. That's crazy. <laughs> so we might be seeing a Shug, the life story of Suge Knight produced by Ray J. That's what's up. There's also rumors that Ray J is going to be uh, bringing back Death Row Records and going to be in charge of it. Shout out to Ray J. <laughs> I just remember Ray J when he had the Red Hood in the May- Mayweather fight. He had a little red hood, and he was just, yeah, I don't know. Moving and grooving? Yeah. Yeah. People say he looked like he was on drugs, but I don't know. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. Money. We with the money team, man. We with the money team. All that, oh, God. All, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's cool for Ray J, man. Fucking Ray J out here making moves. Sure. He's got his scooty bikes and his uh, Ray J pods or whatever. All type of shit. Sell a hair. Fucking real estate. Ray J out here, man. Yep. Hustle and flow? Is it rhythm and flow or hustle it's and flow? Ryth- it's rhythm, rhythm and, f- and flow. Rhythm and flow. Rhythm? Hustle and flow is a movie. That's right. With uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah. Uh, so my, hu- qu- my quantum physics brother. Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. Yes. The show we talked about in the last episode, the reality show with Cardi B, the like rapper reality Chance show. Chance the Rapper and T.I. Yes. So they came. unequivocally the best rap show out. Yes. So they Netflix released five more or is it three or four more new episodes? And what did these episodes showcase? What was happening in these episodes? So I guess I believe it was the battle. Yeah, they were it was like if a rap cipher or whatever. Recall. Um it was it was cool, but I didn't like I don't like the way it was like a setup. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm say. Because uh, I believe there were some rappers that lost that were better than some rappers that won in the battle. It was just like a straight up battle. And whoever won advanced. So they had different people paired up. Yeah. And then whoever, in each pair, whoever won advanced to the next round. But the issue that Will's saying is that there were some people who won that rapped worse than people who lost in the yeah. other pair. So it was like kind of messed up because there was... You out some strong people. Right. So I don't know why they did it that way. 
if there was some strategic reason, like, they wanted some people out, or, like, this is the only way that they could get the group that they wanted, like, if this was some weird algorithm shit, I don't know why they did it that way. I think, I think if they do it next year, if they do the show again, I don't think they'll do it like that. Mm -hmm. I think they'll change it. I think they'll change it, because I know they had to see what I saw. Right. You know, and if they see, if they're seeing that, then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, we're losing talent," and then we have eight people left, so we could have had the strongest eight, but now we're left with a strong four, you know, or a strong, you know. Unless the shit is already fixed, and there's a couple people that they want to go to the end, and the only way they make it believable is if they have them with these other certain people. Yeah, because there was one girl that was way what what was her name? The girl was Ray Khalil. Yeah, she was... Oh, dude. And the person she was up against was really hard, too. And that was yeah, the issue. Yeah, but is that, that was the issue. But then there was other people that she was... Ray Khalil was better than... And this is a girl. She was spitting. She got, she got hate. She wasn't weak at any point of this whole thing. And the other girl just, like, intimidated her. And, like, I don't know, all in her face. And I still think Ray Khalil was better. Yeah. I didn't, you know... I think Ray Khalil got more range than her and all that. If you ever watch the show, you see what I'm talking about. So the other show that we've been watching, which I really stayed away from. I don't know why, because I love trashy stuff. But is uh, it's called Marriage Boot Camp. Oh, you don't talk about But this. it's not just Marriage Boot Camp. It's Marriage Boot Camp family. Rea- Reality Stars Family Edition. Family so there's two edition. different... They've had so many of these marriage boot camps that it's all these offshoots. So it's not only just marriage boot camp, it's reality stars, and then it's uh, fucking family edition. I'm finding out who the hell Aaron Carter is through this show. The whole reason we watch this is because Will turns to me, and he, he doesn't know, and I, I was like, oh, Aaron Carter looks bad. And Will's, who's Aaron Carter? <laughs> because A, Will is a black man. B, Will is of a certain age. C, like, there's many reasons of why Will does not know who Aaron Carter is. So I had to fill him in. Because Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, all that stuff was, like, my uh, generation. And so I had to explain to him who Nick Carter was. And then we had to go into Aaron Carter. Who the fuck are these I told him about how Aaron Carter beat Shaq. I showed him all the music videos of Aaron Carter. So if you don't know who, he's Nick Carter's little brother. He was also a a pop star. I totally forgot that they had a reality show called House of Carters. It's not Vince Carter? That was just about how uh, their family was fucked. And this was a reality show. This was like around the time of The Simple Life with Paris Hilton. So this is like those early reality star days. When the whole show, the whole premise of the show was watch our family be crazy to each other. Nick, Aaron, the mom, the dad, whatever. So Aaron Carter is in this family boot camp with his mom because he's mad at her because he thinks that they... Well, he knows. I know who Corey Feldman is. Corey Feldman's there too. But Aaron Carter is there because he doesn't have trust in his mom because he thinks she... She took all the money. Right. And her thing is, it was your dad who did it. The dad is shady too. But the dad's not even in the picture. He's broken ties with the dad. Hold on. They got divorced and then he had some some paperwork that he was levying. He was getting levied. He was getting his Aaron Carter was getting levy from his dad when they got divorced. That's how cold his dad is. Right. Cold. So the whole th- the whole thing with their relationship and why they're there is the mom's like I wasn't involved in anything, and then Aaron Carter's like Yeah, you were, and it's like a whole thing. But Aaron Carter, he's got like an eating disorder. He's got a drug problem. He looks 
really, really like, and he's in a bad place. He said he made Justin Bieber. I believe it. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> so Will and I went on like this, like YouTube deep dive of like all these old Aaron Carter videos. We're watching him as a kid and his music videos. And... So the only reason we went on this deep dive is because in the show that we were watching, Aaron Carter tells his mom. He goes, "Yeah, remember when I did MTV Cribs?" Ten minutes before you did, before I did the show, you told me um, you and Dad were getting divorced. So I wanted to look up the MTV Cribs. Yeah, to see if we could find to it. psychoanalyze his behavior. Yeah, yeah. But we couldn't it find it. It wasn't shit. on there. Yeah. Apparently, Aaron Carter has a restraining order against his brother now, and is saying his brother touched him. I don't even know. I didn't. Wow. Really get I don't know. Damn. That shit's ill. Nick, you out here touching people? Come I don't, on. I don't know, Come man. Come on, Nick. But it was one of those sad things. I remember I remember not... I wasn't into pop music like that when Backstreet Boys... I was in the Spice Girls, but not Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, really. And I remember even at my young age thinking it was sad that Aaron Carter was doing all this stuff because it seemed so clearly like he was just trying to milk the fact that his brother was famous. You know what I mean? It's like, oh... Nick, Nick, cause Nick's my brother. I'm Aaron Carter. I'm connected. Like, here's my songs. I can sing too. And I just remember thinking it was sad. You know, it's pimping at a whole right. nother level. It's like Titus, dude. Pimping at a whole nother level. So, and the, I mean, he was younger than Nick was when he got famous. He he was doing, <laughs> and his parents were taking all his money. Uh, like, that's ill. Hey man, shout out to the managers, man. So. Uh, there's not really anybody else of note on the show except for Corey Feldman. Uh, what's her face? Govon. You cold because you said Corey Feldman. You think Corey Feldman is jealous because he didn't get picked by Michael Jackson. <laughs> first and, but of then all, I look, first of But all, then I look at Corey Feldman and he got the bang hanging like Mike. Like, what type of shit is this? First of all, you're, we're lucky this is called Conscious Hypocrite because you just said all that on the mic and that was a very problematic thing that I said that you, you just aired me out right what, there. What are you saying? <laughs> you talking about you said it I'm just yes saying. i just said it off mic nah we on mic <laughs> that's why this is conscious hypocrite i guess remember conversations look at that Ooh. listen i'm listening Listen. No one else have noticed on the show. Gloria Govan, she's famous because she was married to a basketball player and she's been on a whole bunch of reality shows and she's crazy and her family's crazy. There's some other lady from Real Housewives we've never heard of. Uh, who else is on the show? Is that it? I don't know. I don't care about anybody on there, to be honest. It's just sad to see families fighting like that. And like, how low are you in your funds to air your business out on top of that? Y'all ain't getting shit resolved. It's that mixed with narcissism. Because you see these people are straight up super narcissistic. <laughs> like, they have, you know, they're living in this house together. They're, they're living in, like, the old flavor of love house. Or, like, the the one house they use for all the, the Viacom reality shows. Like, it's clearly this house you've seen before a bunch of times. I think they use that shit for G's to Gents. Ooh, G's to Gents. They totally did. R.I.P. to Chance. Oh no, that was uh, that wasn't Jesus Gents. That was uh, I the stall- the Stallionaires. I think they used it for that too. The Stallion. You remember the Stallionaires? One, the one of the the skinny one died of like, uh, or was it the other yeah, one who died? Nah, one of them died. It was, it was the other brother with the long hair. Shout out to Stallionaires though. Those dudes were hilarious. They were they on. Were funny. They were on. They got famous from um, New York, and then they had their own show. Yeah, they were funny. They were cool. 
Wow, old OG reality TV shows. That was a spinoff of a spinoff. Cause they were like really are they were are authentic on film. Like you could tell they weren't like their facial expressions, the way they I don't know it was yeah. something. Yeah, something it was off, real and chance. Was it real who died or chance who died? It was real. Real was the one who had cancer. Yeah, I feel like chance. Is chance wrong. is the other. I think chance is the other one. He was the skinny one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one who kind of looked like he could. Because real was like. It's in the name. Real was like the more. Down he was the to, more real one. Down to earth yeah, one. Chance was like the you don't know when yeah, he's good. He's when he's Chance, he's, give me Chance. Yeah. Ah. Oh, they were so good. They were twins, or were they just brothers? They were brothers. They definitely were not twins. They could have been fraternal. They were. I don't know. They were brothers. Though. I watched all of those reality shows. Flavor of Love, Rock of Love. For the real uh, OG fans, there was a spinoff. Rock of Love was the one with Brett Michaels, and then there was a spinoff. With this girl Daisy, who was in Rock of Love, and it was Daisy of Love. Yeah, I kind of. And can't. Daisy was the cousin of a boxer who's a um, Mexican boxer. I don't. Who's a lo- famous one? Really, the most. Who are the most famous boxers Oscar, you can think Oscar of? Oscar yes, Delahoya? yes, she was his cousin. <laughs> she was his cousin. The Golden Boy, she back was, at it again. She was his cousin. Oscar. I watched all those of loves. I watched all of them. The surreal life, all that shit that was on VH1 and the OG days of reality TV. That was that was where I was at. I miss those days. Um, there's gotta be there's someone else on marriage boot camp. Aaron Carter, the Govan lady, the Beverly Hills lady, Corey Feldman. I feel like there's someone big that I'm forgetting, but they're clearly forgettable. It's that basketball wife. Lady, That's the right? Govan. That's go with Gloria Govan. She's the one who was, uh, yeah. No Chill Gill's wife? Yeah. Ooh, I forgot she was his wife. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. No Chill Gill. And you could see, based on her dad, you could see all the decisions. Her dad was cold as fuck. Her dad is. Somebody, somebody, somebody touched her in the family, and it was, I think it was, like, I think it was his brother. They won't say the name. They don't name, say who it is, yeah. But I think it was his brother, but he was still around family functions, and he was all, all his responses, it happened eight years ago. What you want me to do about it? Or his other response is, "You're full of shit." Then what? <laughs> to his own daughter. And, and what did you? And, and then it was. And then his response is, "What did you do?" Right. Oh, you a cold. These are the type of women. These are the type of fathers that have women that end up marrying uh, no chill Gil. <laughs> Shout out I, to Gilbert Arenas, dude. <laughs> Grand High School, dude. Ah uh, man, this segment was all over the place. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that, probably. <laughs> Okay, so I have a rant on my spirit. You have a rant? From today. Okay. Yes. So, uh, my school works a little bit differently than other schools. You can't actually, we can't leave unless we notify the principal. All right. Like, some schools, if you have, like, a lunch break, you can actually, like, leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's a whole thing. So, normally I don't leave, especially I have my classroom open during lunch. So kids are hanging out in my classroom during lunch, right? Yeah, I hear you. I'm also the leadership teacher. So uh, right now we're doing a fundraiser during lunch. So at lunch, I'm in between two different classrooms doing the fundraiser and hanging out with kids in my other classroom. Got it? Uh-huh. So uh, instead of figuring out some time, I can sneak away and go get lunch because I forgot to bring lunch today. I decided I was going to DoorDash some food. Oof. First thing I did 
was call the office to make sure that it was even okay for me to do that, which it was. Apparently, people do it all the time. I've never used DoorDash before. Yeah, me neither. I don't, I don't know how it works. I mean, it's just like any other delivery service, except for that instead of like when you hit up the Chinese spot and they have their own delivery person delivery, it's like a DoorDash per. You know, it's like these people aren't don't work for the restaurant. I understand that. Right. It's like Uber or whatever. So, never used DoorDash before. So, I'm like, this shit could take a long time. Because I don't, I don't know how this shit works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I give myself, like, two-hour wiggle room. I'm like, okay. Uh, lunch is at 12.30. Uh, I want to eat this. I want to eat this food during seventh period. Because that's my free period. So, if I order it during fifth period before lunch. Like, during, so it's fifth period, lunch, sixth period, seventh period. I'm going to order this shit during fifth period so that I'll get it at least by seventh period so I can eat my lunch in seventh period. They don't have an estimated time to where they were Oh, going. they did. I'm getting, to, I'm getting to that part. Oh, oh, they did. Their estimated time was anywhere between 30 and 90 minutes. Tell your story. So, so, so that's why I gave, my, I gave myself some wiggle room, right? And the reason why I was kind of trying to time this correctly is because this is one of the days where I had to stay on campus until about 5.30. We had two back-to-back basketball games that were home games that I had to help run or whatever. So I knew I was going to be around for a while. I didn't bring lunch. I was stupid. I ate. Why do you have to help with the basketball games? Hold on. Because you were part of leadership? Yes. We sell tickets. We sell tickets at the door, and we help set everything up. Y'all selling tickets? Yeah, $1. For fundraising? Like basketball? For the school school fundraising, yeah. Y'all a bunch of crooks. Keep going. I mean, this we're broke-ass school. Keep going. Keep talking. We, it's fine. We take, no, it's, no, yeah, I get, I get, I get it. I mean, I get it. I, 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 I'm the one who told everybody don't charge people for kids. I was like, I was good. like, yeah, do what you gotta do. Keep telling your story. Right. Yeah. So we charge. We charge one dollar. It's fine. Whatever. Um. So, put the order in at like eleven thirty or whatever, right? And then on the the thingy, it says, you know, it's processed at like noon. It says estimated time of arrival one o'clock. Right, estimated time around. Okay, perfect. Waiting around, waiting around. It's about one thirty. It's fine. I go on the little tracker thingy. You know how like it'll show you where the where car. it'll show you the movements of the car. Okay, looks like it's getting close. Like I can see the little icon moving closer. Cool. When I tell you that this little car icon stayed at the same place for about two hours. Hmm. I waited and waited and waited around until about 2.40. School gets out at 2.45. I placed this order at 11.40. 2.40, still no food. I had watched this little red car icon in the same spot for about an hour. And instead of just being like, I'm going to keep waiting, I'm like, this car icon has been in the same place. And you know, they say on the thing like... Um, what if what where is my order click this button click this button please contact your driver here's his cell phone number so you can contact the motherfucker right call the number text the text the number first no response call the number it's not even you don't even hear a ring it's just fucking blank so i ended up ran across the street to the mexican food spot which is what i was gonna do which i was what i should have done in the first place because there's a bomb mexican food spot that's just across the street but I, I technically didn't, I didn't really have time to actually leave campus. So I'm running across the street right before school gets out. So I get, get some tacos, come back and eat them. I canceled my order with DoorDash. 
Um, you probably ate, they probably ate it. So, Gary A, fuck you. Yeah, Gary. If you know Gary A in the San Jose, I don't give a fuck. If in the San Jose area who works for DoorDash, fuck you, dude. Gary sucks. I planned this shit so far in advance. I'm a busy teacher. All I wanted was some damn nachos to give me some fuel because I forgot a lunch. Or I, I packed an insufficient enough lunch. And that's all I wanted. Yeah, that's pretty funny, Gary. And, I, and, <laughs> and, you know, it's the end of the month. I'm not getting paid for another week. Like, I'm trying to scrimp and save all I got. And I splurged on some super nachos because I was hungry. And I needed it to last me the day. So fuck you, Gary. Yeah, Gary. So I'm never using DoorDash again. I would never. I would never. I'm going to use a. It's com- the company's own delivery. Whatever restaurant place's own delivery service, so that if something happens, I can call them. So that's the whole thing. Is like this person is disconnected from the restaurant. So oh, there's no accountability, and there's right. not even a way on DoorDash for me to. This shit must happen so often because the cancel function is like we're sorry, some shit got messed up. Like it looks seems like it happens a lot because when you have the cancel function and there's no other thing of accountability for you to say some shit. Fuck a DoorDash. Yeah. Anyways. That shit's sketchy any damn way. Somebody else picking up your food. Right. Nah, hell nah. Right. I guess yeah. I guess the biggest thing. Is the accountability with the rest with, cause cause when it's a pizza delivery or any delivery that has it's, to do with the food, that's their that person's job. It's, it's connected to the restaurant. Two other hands, like the restaurant and then somebody else's. No, yeah. Too many people are touching my shit already. So you're thinking of it a whole different way than I'm thinking of it. No, transporting. Like, why does it have to have somebody else touch it? But you, but if you're getting a deli- even if delivery is the person from the delivery spot, right? But that's still different hands, though. Nah, there's a delivery. A there's fuck. the person nah, who makes nah, it, and there's a nah, delivery nah, driver. No, nah, nah, you, no, nah, you thinking about hands? No, I'm talking about two different. Let's when you talk about to- DoorDash, it's, you have the restaurant. Now you got DoorDash. It's two different. That's two different right. people. Right. Right. Nah. And these DoorDash people don't care about sanitation or anything like that. That's what I'm saying. But that's because there's no response. They don't have the resp- there's no responsibility connected to them because they're not connected to the restaurant. I don't know who, what. I don't know how DoorDash works for people. It I never use that because where we live, they don't have. There's not places don't use that. There's not enough stuff going around on around here. Nah. <sighs> Fuck Gary. Fuck Gary. Oh, this is the outro. Yeah. Yo, this is another episode. Episode number... Wait, shit, is this 20? I don't even know, man. I'm losing track. But it's cool, you know? Damn, this is episode 20. Episode 20. I didn't realize that until the... Until the... Thanks uh, for listening. Um... Yeah, I had fun, even though... You might not have fun listening. I had a blast doing it. Who are you talking to? (laughs) You need to quit it with that. (laughs) Oh man! I don't like how you talk to the listeners. <laughs> I don't like you're just like talking. Hey, you guys. Hey, everybody. Hey, you guys. It's like you're like a TV host or something. You uh-huh. gotta pretend like there's nobody. You gotta just pretend that there's not nobody. There. I don't know. What's, I don't fucking know anything. I don't know. Yeah, shit. me. Ne- I don't mean, listen to me. Me neither. Don't listen to me. Me neither. Hey, but I enjoy that you guys are listening to the podcast, supporting the podcast. Yes. Um. 
We're gonna keep making them, I guess. Yeah. Um. Fuck Gary. Fuck DoorDash. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck you ever would. Uh, people that you door. Never mind. Because there's some listeners out there that probably religiously use. Well, stop. DoorDash. Today's the day you stop. Tell them mm. I tell them I told you. They're probably putting their finger in their butt before they serve your food oh. to them. <laughs> I've seen some DoorDash people and they don't I'm like, bro. Put their finger in their butt. Hey man. <laughs> they could be bitter. This motherfucker got me delivering this fucking burrito nacho. That's your job. <laughs> Who That's does? your job. All right. People fucking up at their job every day. You know, if I could pick a job to do straight up, like I like talked a lot about teaching. Look what the president's doing. He in he in public eye. What do you think a DoorDash dude do? What? <laughs> what do you think a DoorDash dude do? <laughs> the fuck? This episode is out of pocket. He will, he will stick his finger up his butt and serve you a burrito. I guarantee you. Listen. If <laughs> I talked way too much about teaching in this episode. Or I talked way too much about my job. If I could pick any job to do and it would get the same amount of money, I would much rather drive a car, chill, listen to podcasts, and drop off people's food, or do data entry. Just as much. If it got paid the same, I would do it. If it got paid the same... If I could work for DoorDash and get paid the same amount of money I do as a teacher, I would DoorDash. For sure. Drive around all day? It's a good ass job. I mean, you're just driving around. It's not hard. It's B- blow snot in people's guacamole. I wouldn't do that. That's the thing. It's I'm already have this easy job. Why do I need to do all this extra shit? Just to fuck up people's day. You don't know they're being. You don't know they're serving into you with a smile. Here I didn't get served anything. <laughs> I got served air. I had to run across the street to get tacos. I didn't even want tacos. I wanted nachos. Hey, Gary, you fucked up, Gary. For you to make the show, Gary, you fucked. Gary A. Gary. It's <laughs> your real name. That is your real name. Gary Anderson. Just A. Just A. So there's a Gary A out there, y'all. So there's a Gary A. It's a DoorDash motherfucker. If you ever run into him. Grill him. Give him. Probably won't run into him because he doesn't show up places. Give him grief. Give him grief to all my San Jose homies out there. Give him grief. Wouldn't it be sad if like he's found out like a family member died or like some shit happened and like. (laughs) No, that definitely didn't happen. That definitely didn't happen. He was chilling out of the dispensary, dude. He got. He picked up some good shit from the dispensary. Yeah. With the money. Well, I got my money back, so it was fine. But he was eating your nachos. Smoking a pre-roll. You think you're so clever for tying that all together, huh? Yeah. Okay, bye. Peace out.